Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts, Dumb Dumbs and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, The Mythos Mysteries, Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy, and Curse Code and Crown, as well as three event podcasts with miniseries releases scheduled at random intervals. Dumb Scum and Villainy, One Shots, and the bad movie review show, Garbage Town the Movie Podcast. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content Content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pot, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merch Merchandise today. Welcome back to Curse Code and Crown, a live play Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition podcast featuring a fully original world and campaign. I am the wizard Cronox, observer of time. Curse Code and Crown features our regular voiceover artists and improvisers, Laura Elizabeth as Princess Gwendolyn, Tyler Hewitt as Maka Deathcap, and Ryan LaPlante as Duncan Kindano, alongside our dungeon master, the incredible Tom McGee. So get ready for an adventure including thrills, chills, and hope for a brighter tomorrow. It's time for Curse Code and Crown! 
So once upon a time, there were three witches out on an adventure. Maka Deathcap, Shaw, and Vickers. <laughs> All three of which were brand new names. Um, the three of you uh, are making your way through the streets, and now that you're able to walk uh, a little more openly, um, you can kind of see uh, people going about their business. Um, uh, again, mostly elves, um, uh, most of whom have uh, just a single familiar. Um, you get the sense that um, there are, again, kind of leaning on our occupied France metaphor, there are people who are like, all about the Chimeran thing. Uh, and there are people who are just kind of on board with the thing. Um, it you, You're getting the sense that uh, whatever um, magic one has to use to uh, achieve multiple familiars, it isn't an easy thing. It isn't something you just have. It's something you have to like actively engage in and work at. And it would seem that the average witch doesn't really care. Uh, necessarily, or um, either doesn't care or just can't do it. Um, it's it's too complicated a process for them. Um, the thing I would like you to determine before you arrive at the mausoleum is uh, what your cover story is going to be. Maka's <laughs> not going to be one to go. Maka's like, we are here to receive the painting. <laughs> we'll stop at nothing. We'll kill everyone in our way. Hail Jossie. Yeah. Jossie wills it so, so stay out of our way. <laughs> so what I'm thinking is, what if we go in saying we want to just look at the various familiars that have been stored so that we could further our own experiments and then... Uh, see what the security is like. If we can just sneak in or bop someone on the head, then attack who we need to and take the painting. Otherwise, if it's too complicated, I do have a backup plan with a series of elaborate lies that might help us win them over. It is my understanding that libraries are often housed books that can help with spellcasting and things like that. Perhaps because we are witches. We are there to do some research. So we want to see their books and we want to see their familiars and walk the grounds. Well, yes, I mean, like, what, what if, what if, for instance, something happened to my familiar and I needed to, uh, I don't know, do more research in, in conjuring another one? Admittedly, I am starting to fall apart, uh, says Victor Macklin. Indeed, look at him. What a wreck. I mean, there's oh. no, no cause for that language. This might be brilliant. What if we say that you had captured more than one familiar and one of them is collapsing and wasting away into nothing? We need to do research to save Victor Macklin. Victor, will people know who you are? As much as I would like to imagine that uh, the works that Ezra, One Ear, and I did during our times at the Parks and Recreation would be remembered by all... In truth, very few people are concerned about the placement of water fountains in public parks. So All right, no. well, would you like to have a new name as a disguise? What shall we call you? Why don't uh, I just have just, like, captured him from Ezra? Well, we don't... Well, I guess it, it could work. I mean, we don't know anything about Ezra. It's it my would. only concern. This story stopped right there. Also, also, everyone on that patrol died. 
It would also beg the question why you didn't have a familiar to begin with. The untethered would generally be oh. killed on sight around these parts. Indeed. All right. Dun- I mean, uh, uh, Vicar's plan, then. Continue. Okay, sure. Marker, death cap, Vickers. Okay, what if my name was um, uh, Duncan Kindano? Uh, no, far, we're not going far, to allow that. Far too confusing. Okay. Small monkey. A little too on the nose. Also, baboon. Thank you. Baboon. What if we call you Babe? Babe, baboon in the city. That's some baboon. Yes, I like this a lot. La, la, la. I remember that from the trailer. (laughs) That'll do, babe. That'll do. Very good. I shall be babe, baboon in the city. Also, word people call me as cars drive by because they're assholes. (laughs) You do have a flaming red anus, which is distracting. Surely I do. I must say of all of the different uh, forms I have taken... Uh, the, the flaming red buttocks was a surprise and a delight. <laughs> and he just I'm w- enjoying it. not having a penis for a bit. Oh, I, I mean, do tell. Well, you can don't, move don't. more and there's nothing you have to move aside, you know, and you sweat. There's nothing sticking to your thigh. Oh, I do look forward to that. I've been stuck in male bodies for the past few incarnations. It is quite tiresome. I, I think Smart. I'm literally Hashtag just smash like the baboon patriarch. No. <laughs> I'm literally just like squishing into my skin, feeling the squishiness. Like oh, squishy. Uh, and Maka, what's this like for you? This is uh, uh, just a, a, a vastly different uh, proportional body for you. Uh, yeah, it's it's. I think there's a sort of like equilibrium calibration that needs to kind of take place and he kind of accomplishes that like while walking so he starts to like kind of waddle and then he kind of gets a steadier gait mm. but i mean maka's on a mission so he's he he's not really marveling at his new form or mm. anything like that um it's basically like this is what had to happen for us to move forward so that happened. I also think based on um, the sort of terms we've been discussing over the past few episodes, um, as we kind of learn more about the, the lore of this this realm, um, given that Maka falls more on the sort of the, weirdly, even though your, your magic is directly related to biology, the actual biology of your body has never really seemed to be of concern. Um, like, you're in grand terms like your azul is very linked to the ideas of biology but not to the specific biological body and like i feel like if you ended up in in gwendolyn's situation you likely wouldn't care as long as the spores came with you it'd be like you're a turtle because you're a turtle but i mean you with the one exception that if i was in an entirely metal body no, that's that what, would be that's a what I mean. fucking like, nightmare as, but as long as the spore <laughs> like as long as it was another biological I guess what I'm getting at is I don't think Maka's identity is tied up in his physical form at all, other than the no. fact that it is an organic thing. No, yeah. I, uh, um, obsession with the permanence of your physical form flies in the face of mm-hmm. the the cycle of life and death. Um, and And sort of it's very much in line with his beliefs that you shed one form and your essence and energy carries forward into another or multiple. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Okay. Very good. Um, cool. So, um, with uh, your cover story of finding a uh, a cure for Babe, um, or at least understanding what's going wrong with Babe, so that um, uh, poor Shaw doesn't have to just keep summoning familiars because that's a pain in the ass. Um, you approach uh, the uh, mausoleum gallery of familiars. Um, so there is, um, as uh, General Bridge indicated, uh, there does seem to be a, sort of a magical force field around uh, this, this space. It looks like a massive wrought iron gate. Um, but um, Maka, you being kind of magically attuned, can feel just the reek of magic. Um, and uh, so cast iron gate around, uh, or sort of wrought iron gate rather, um, all the way around. Um, on either side of the gate are kind of two massive um, stone columns, uh, atop which are two gargoyles. Um, you can feel a lot of magical energy focused on these two gargoyles, and you get the sense that they're likely centuries of some point of some uh, description. Um, so as you approach, um, the gargoyles kind of um, look down. You see their mouths open and kind of um, a massive red um, energy start to form uh, as their eyes go red and you can almost feel like they're scanning you up and down. Like it almost looks like they're checking you out, like they're giving you a full kind of like um, mm. head to toe. Um, and then after a moment, their heads just shift back to facing forward, um, their mouths shut and the gates swing open. Um, since Maka sort of uh, gleaned the purpose and the energy coming off of these creatures. He'll just kind of mention under his breath to the, the group, um, it would appear we've passed the first checkpoint. Excellent. Yes, as expected. Let us proceed. With me. I'm Babe. Eh. Yes, you are. <laughs> Come, Sparrow. And <laughs> uh, we just wander forwards. Uh, Come along, Babe. And I literally, like, take his hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I love That's humans nice. holding monkey hands. So it's very funny. <laughs> yeah. So he's doing as like he, a little like he, ha- happy yeah. like a uh, little chip yeah. or bit yeah, exactly. um, He's beautiful. Or, uh, the the sparrow's name is Jack because it's easy to remember. So uh, <laughs> Jack Sparrow and um, uh, the frog's name is Murgatroyd. <laughs> Murgatroyd and Maka. Swamp lovers. Yeah, uh, we'll say uh, Murgatroyd Leapington is the. Uh, the Yay! Frog. I just wrote down frog and forgot the O. So, <laughs> Mike Ferg. The Ferg Murgatroyd. Ferg. Yeah. Yes, I was gonna say. Very good. Um, uh, honestly, the Ferg has uh, great songs uh, like uh, "My Humps." Um, uh, London Bridge, and he's fantastic on a bunch of Black Eyed Peas tracks, so good work. Um, Alright, so you um, you make your way up the stairs. Um, think uh, like really any grand museum entrance uh, in Toronto would be like the Royal Ontario Museum, the ROM, um, but that classic kind of like fancy ass, very, very classy uh, kind of walk up. Uh, and as you approach the doors, um, they uh, open on their own um, to uh, reveal a sloth, um, a three-toed sloth, uh, standing there in a little tiny tuxedo um, with incredibly long sleeves uh, that mm-hmm. just uh, looks up and says, Oh, hello. We weren't expecting any guests today, but uh, 
Always nice to see such distinguished people stopping by the gallery mausoleum. Uh, my name is uh, Frederick, uh, and welcome. How can I assist you? Greetings, Frederick. We seek your library. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, do you mean the librarian? Yes. We seek okay. an audience with the librarian. We would oh, also... or, or you could just take us to the books and the uh, paintings of familiars. We're here for research purposes. You see my friend Shaw, and I, I gesture to her, and I say, this is Babe, her familiar. Babe is breaking. We need to figure out how to fix it. Oh, that's a shame indeed. Babe, I am very sorry to hear that. That's that's real. That's a tough break, babe. Baboon in the city? Hmm. Okay. Well, um, the uh, librarian is uh, is busy right now. We can take you to uh, the archives if you like. Uh, but you understand, she'll need to take you in there. You can't just walk in there all willy-nilly. You might mess up the filing system. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, you're welcome to look at some of uh, some of the familiars here in the uh, in the front hallway, and uh, the librarian will be with you shortly. Okay. Fantastic. We'll we'll peruse. Okay. Please while we peruse. Wait. Yeah. You just go go right ahead. Uh, please do not touch any of the paintings. Uh, the gargoyles are real touchy about that, and uh, it I don't like cleaning up vaporized people. Hmm. Okay. Great. We'll have fun, and uh, we'll be with you shortly. Uh, and then uh, does that loping sloth walk away. Um, so you find yourselves in the sort of entrance hallway of the mausoleum gallery. Um, essentially, um, you are in a, a large circular room um, with uh, kind of um, exits to the sort of the north and then uh, the northeast and the northwest um, on diagonals uh, deeper into the, the museum. This is clearly like if you were to assemble a tour, this is where you would do it. Um, and there are portraits up um, all along the walls and little benches sort of in front of them. Um, <clears throat> there's a uh, um, a sort of um, uh, cylindrical um, depository for spare coins uh, next to the door. Um, and um, there is a sort of a desk in the center of the room um, that seems to be an information desk of some sort that is currently not... Uh, manned by anyone. You do also notice uh, there are gargoyles perched in the corners around the room, um, similar to how you would place security cameras um, that are uh, sort of constantly, uh, every so often when they don't think you're looking, you can see their heads kind of shifting around a bit. How big um, are these gargoyles? Are they like Disney's yeah. gargoyles? Like, is it Goliath no, they are up there? Disney's or? the hunchback-sized gargoyles. Got it. Um, okay. So they're still pretty sizable. Then. It's like yeah, two, three they're, feet. They're yeah, yeah. They're they're they're. I would say uh, about three feet. They are kind of like crunched up in like those little sort of um, gothic yeah. architecture poses. Um, but um, yeah, they're not small. Um, but uh, no, they're not like you know Goliath-sized. Got it. I love that fucking show. I've got to rewatch so that show. Keith David, baby. Um, <sighs> Forever well, Keith David. A hundred years Keith David. Good to see that there are gargoyles ready to vaporize anyone who dares to break the rules of this here gallery. I'm Shall going to wait? go see if there are maps at the information desk one could have. Um, Duncan, I should ask, are you walking like Duncan or are you trying to walk like Vickers? 
I think he's just made his stride a little bit longer to like play fully into the sweeping qualities of the dress. Very funny. Okay, I like that a lot. Great. <laughs> yeah, the voice is like Tiny Crone. All the gestures are like elaborate, beautiful showgirl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's all the flair you get to do with the cape, but in a more capable body. Yes. Um, cool. Um, yeah, so you make your way up to the desk. Uh, can you roll me an investigation check, please? <laughs> For her, like, eighth roll of two straight days of d <laughs> That is a 10. Um, okay, so um, there are guides, um, but they're uh, unfortunately kind of useless in the way that um, a lot of like mall maps are, where rather than just telling you where the thing is, they're like, oh, well, I mean, in, you know, in the Hall of Hags, you'll find all sorts of um, portraits from all sorts of hags. Make sure you try and like match the hag to their familiar. Um, but it does give you... Um, it's, it's like useless from a find specifically what you're looking for way. It is useful in giving you a broad overview of the building. So there's this entry chamber. Um, the hallway sort of split off. Uh, there's a space called the Hall of Hags. Um, there is uh, a space um, that is known as uh, the Hall of Memoriam um, for fallen heroes, familiars. Um, and then sort of deeper in, there's there's sort of a general... Uh, there seems to be two floors, uh, so it only shows the first floor. It does show stairs, but doesn't show you what's beneath. Um, the massive chamber kind of beyond this uh, is, again, sort of um, in a cathedral, sort of this, the central chapel space where, where people can congregate, uh, except that it's just, like, multiple stacks of familiars. I mean, the, the Covenant's very old, so they're, they don't preserve every familiar, but there are a f pretty fucking decent amount. Um, in library terms, this would be the stacks. So just like where all of the fucking main familiars are. Um, based on a quick glance, you would assume uh, that uh, Proctor's uh, portrait is not there. It's probably downstairs in the like Vatican archive or the rare books room. Depending on which mixed metaphor you want to live with. <laughs> the restricted section? Yeah, yeah. Except the yeah, restricted so, section, if it wasn't just like a place you could walk into if no one was looking. Fucking yeah, Hogwarts, so man. It's a death trap. <laughs> yeah, so I, sp I space resemble. Okay, yeah, restricted section is good. Is there something that we think would be directly over it? Like, is that. Um, not that you can tell from this because it isn't on the map. Got it. Um, but, Duncan, just kind of based on the buildings you've been in Orvel, like. Odds are it's under that, like, the main section. Because likely you need a lot of space. Um, so your guess is it's down there. You just, again, need access. Yeah, cool. Um, Maka and Shaw, is there anything you would do in this in this room? Do you want to examine the... Pardon me. Do you want to examine the pictures? Do you want to get a lay of the land? What's, what's up? Um, uh, yeah, I, I want to get just kind of a basic sense of how the pictures are put up, like mm -hmm. how they're mounted. Um, just knowing that like, hey, if we try to take one of these, like we're we're going to be in some shit. So it's really just like, let's get familiar with what we're dealing with. Sure. Um, they seem to be affixed to the wall uh, in that kind of way you would find in a proper like art gallery or museum where they're completely flush to the wall. Mm -hmm. um, 
and secured in some way that you can't exactly uh, determine from from just kind of a cursory look, but um, definitely more secured than you know hanging off a nail, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, portraits are all of uh, different sizes. Um, Every so often, a creature will look up at you as you walk by, um, and then kind of settle back into whatever um, pose it was in. Uh, think like a mopey zoo lion; like it's just a really fucking bummer of a space. Um, every so often, uh, you will find one where the familiar's like doing things that keep you sane and solitary, like doing the equivalent of like push-ups or like running on the spot or, or yoga. But generally speaking, um, it's a it's a, a fairly grim space. It's also very funny because there's like a panda, and a sad panda is very funny, uh, if sad. <laughs> uh, I think Maka is just kind of hanging back, trying to get a wider sense of the space and the room and the comings and goings of any other witches. There's no one else. You've seen no, no one, one so except for Stark Sloth. Okay. Um, I think he's also content to wait for the librarian since it sounds like we need a permission to get there b we don't know where uh the painting is anyway um so waiting for someone to guide us there makes sense to maka so i think he's patiently waiting and just taking everything in i i think duncan if he saw how grumpy the uh the familiars were inside the paintings would like take a quill and then like write a note very like small on his stupid map that he found mm-hmm. uh, and then he'd show it to Babe uh, and it would just say if we break the paintings and let the familiars out do you think they'd leave right away or would they stay and free other familiars and fuck shit up and then it would just say like say you're worried you're going to dissolve if you think they'd just leave <laughs> say you're sure that Shaw can save you if you think they'd stay and try to free other familiars and then just like show it to Victor Oh man, I feel like I sure would half disappear and half be saved by by Shaw if all goes according t- to plan. I think it would really depend on on my nature and how mad I am and 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 the nature of of why I was summoned and what my powers are. Um and maybe I sure would try and uh hurt Shaw as well as other people, but maybe not. I don't know. I'm ah, yes. Babe. Without research, this is a very complicated situation, Babe. I understand. Suffice to say, sometimes I would get twisted and turn pretty dark if I if I stuck around with the wrong people. Uh, which syncs with what uh, Toby also uh, explained to you about familiars, that some of these familiars might be bored, but like you're not basically you're not sure how many of these are serial killers is the right the, yeah. the short we've got a lot of prisoners in cages we don't know what'll happen if we let them out yeah that that panda has eaten people <laughs> <laughs> panda lector pandable lector there's pandable the yeah, yeah. Oh, it took a sec. um <laughs> so um uh with that um you uh you hear um, uh, a sort of a throat being cleared, um, and uh, you turn to see uh, the head librarian uh, Riga Thought Ponder, 
um, who is a um, a, a stooped giantess of of a woman. Um, she uh, clearly like her her bones are vaguely elongated. Uh, and as a result, um, her her back is very hunched, um, largely just because it it seems that her her mass uh, grew too quickly. Um, so uh, she sort of has a cane under each hand, um, and uh, uh, Frederick is uh, just kind of riding on her shoulder. Uh, and she's wearing like a matching tuxedo, um, and uh, she just says, "Well, hi." Welcome to the, the, the Mausoleum Gallery. It's so nice to, to have visitors. It's been very quiet here since the war began. Um, oh, and three such distinguished hags. And uh, she kind of, like, lifts one cane in a flourish and, like, manages to bow with, like, incredible balance. Uh, and then um, puts it back down. Um, she says, uh, my, my name is uh, Riga Thought Ponder. I am the head librarian of our fine facility. Um, I... I don't believe any of you have visited. I would remember. <laughs> Is this your first time? Uh, indeed. I've had no, no need to visit here before today. Uh, can you roll me a deception check, Gwendolyn? Yep. <sighs> uh, 18. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, to tell what... Uh, uh, dear Frederick uh, told me that um, you had uh, some concerns about a familiar. Hmm? I understand it must be hard getting an answer from the Bureau right now, what with, you know, the war. Indeed. Well, you know, in my opinion, Warshmore, life goes on. Ha! Warshmores, they sound delicious. Ha! Yes, anyway. uh, this is Babe. <laughs> Uh, my dear friend Shaw's familiar, and as you can see, it's unraveling. We need to see uh, the research that would be appropriate, other familiars, different steps that the paintings may take. There may be some way that we could re-harness that energy. Uh, so she walks over um, and uh, just lo looks to you, um, Gwendolyn Shaw, and says, um, uh, May I? Uh, indeed, just uh, I do want to say this is quite embarrassing. Uh, so uh, she nods and says, "Don't worry, it it happens more often than you'd think." Um, and then she just fucking decks Victor with the uh, with one of her canes, um, and uh, he he slams into a wall um, and uh, collapses. And then she just uses one to kind of roll him over a couple times, um, and uh, she says, "Oh yes, yes, uh, oh." Uh, not an insignificant amount of degradation when he hit the wall. Yes, this is, he is unraveling at a rather rapid rate. Uh, may I ask, how did you summon him? What, uh, with what uh, entity did you make your pact? Hmm? With the standard entity. <laughs> <laughs> she looks at you blankly. You get the sense you've made a faux pas. Uh, Duncan or um, Maka, how do you try and help her out of this? I think Duncan would just dive in and be like, well, sometimes, as you know, pacts have their own terms. And one of them is, Shaw can't give the name. She wants to. She's ah, a gossip, but mm. it's a secret. Oh, okay. Well, yes, sorry. That makes sense. I understand that all too well. Um, okay, dear. Well, um, the good news is you, you needn't be ashamed of this. This is common enough. 
Um, and then she, like, uses, like, again, one the tip of one of her canes to, like, help Victor get back up. And then she just, like, pats him on the head with it. And she says, uh, that's a good boy, babe. That's a good boy. Um, okay, well, um, yeah, why don't you come with me? Um, there are a few familiars here who are in, uh, not a great state. Most, most of our specimens are in tremendously good order, but um, a few of them are a little bit degradated. Um, that's actually one of the, the great reasons why we preserve them here. That's why the Great Archive exists. So uh, follow me, and I will take you to some of them. Come along. Oh, Excellent. Um, and, uh, Victor just, like, he does that thing that I do after I exercise for, like, the one time a year I do that, where he just, like, gets up super sore and stiff. Uh, and he's just like, oh, well, that was most unpleasant, uh, but it seems very necessary. Victor, uh, my friend Victor, Victor Macklin would be quite upset by that. But Babe Baboon in the city is looking for a cure. <laughs> and then he straightens himself up and starts marching forward, flicking a tear very dramatically off of his eye. Um, and uh, so the three of you um, begin to make your way kind of deeper into the facility. Uh, she takes you into um, the uh, uh, the memorial hall. Um, the uh, hall of memory. Shit. Why do I keep making up Latin versions of these? I don't speak Latin. <laughs> Uh, the Memorial Hall. Um, she says, so uh, as you can imagine, a, a lot of uh, uh, dead uh, witches um, uh, will their familiars here to the archive. Uh, and it's our job to protect them so that future generations can come and speak to them uh, like you. Of course, sometimes it takes us a little while to catch the little buggers. And she like taps angrily on um, uh, the, the portrait of uh, a snake who kind of unfurls slightly looks up and then just like sticks the little snake tongue out and then kind of curls back up. Uh, she says, um, but uh, there are three in particular that I, I think are, are certainly worth your time. Um, uh, first, uh, let, let's uh, talk to uh, 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 Michael Mabel. Uh, and she points to, I almost said Myers. And I was like, nope, that's a guy. Um, <laughs> she points to um, a, uh, a crocodile um that is missing half of its face. Um, and uh, uh, she says, oh, uh, my, uh, my, Michael, Michael, dear, there are some people here who'd like to speak to you. And um, uh, the portrait um, shows uh, Michael Mabel um, uh, just kind of like hanging out on, on the edge of a pond. Um, and uh, you notice that um, he starts to drag himself towards the portrait and you realize that his entire left side is mostly gone. Um, and, uh, he, he reaches, uh, the portrait and says, um, hi, um, of course, like, please keep in mind all of this with, like, massive crocodile jaws, so talking is inherently kind of hilarious, mm -hmm. uh, but also, like, slightly missing crocodile jaws. Uh, it's like that new Dr. Doolittle movie, but, you know, watchable. Um. Yeah, if it had two-thirds of the budget, which just meant they left out one-third of every shot. Yeah, yeah, they, they just, uh, they only had enough CGI budget for half of every animal. <laughs> Um, like, couldn't you just double it? They're like, not on this budget, no. Hmm. Spend it all on RDJ. Um, so, uh, the, uh, so, um, uh, Michael says, uh, 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 how, how can I be of assistance? Well, my friend, <laughs> Shaw, uh, I'm sorry, does. I'm sorry, uh, someone else is talking. Go, go ahead, Shaw, go ahead. Uh... I, actually, I was hoping you could go ahead. I'm still rather <laughs> embarrassed. 
All right, well, uh, my Michael, my friend Shaw, uh, her familiar babe is disintegrating and we don't want that to happen. So we're trying to figure out all of the, the things we can know about uh, familiars and keeping them in the world and what we can capture from the paintings. So uh, he looks uh, to Victor Macklin slash babe and says, um, well, do you want to stay? Surely you're, you're packed with this woman must still be existent. And then his one crocodile eye narrows and he says, right. Um, babe, have you broken our pact? Uh, babe is panicking uh, because there is actually no good answer for this. Um, what do, uh, Gwendolyn, you're the one who jumped in. Uh, I need a deception check from you, please. Mm. 10. Um, the, uh, uh, babe just says, no, obviously not. Um, you know, uh, it, 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 otherwise we'd be untethered, right? Because that would totally make this happen to someone. If they were untethered, they would just start to fade away, right? That's how it, that's how it works. So like, <laughs> like, I, you know, it, it, you'd have to be dead. <laughs> I, I, sm I smack him. Um. <laughs> shut him up. The uh, the the crocodile looks like disgusted by you, um, but uh, says, uh, "Well, my my tether, my person was killed rather violently by this vicious panda motherfucker who ate him. Um, I tried desperately to help him, but I was unable to. And after he was dead, I." Uh, I stayed as long as I could, but with him gone, I saw no reason to stay in this horrible world. I wanted to get to the bar. Uh, I know you have bars. You can't really... It's, it's a long story. But in any case, I wanted to get to the bar, so I tried to leave. And then he looks at uh, the librarian. He's like, until her agents decided to keep me here. So my recommendation, lady, would be let him go if he desires to go. Hmm. This is an unsatisfactory answer. How long ago were you placed in this painting? Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Tyler Hewitt, just coming at you with a little special offer for you. You know, if you're a fan of uh, what we're doing here on the show, then we have, to borrow a phrase from Jerry Holkins, a patron-oriented experience tailored just for you. If you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice... You can sign up and get a bunch of special features that we're not really going to make available to anyone else. So do that now. Well, not right now, but, you know. Uh, time doesn't really work in here, but a while. I say how long ago, creature? Uh, <laughs> it's a living. Um, by my estimation, roughly 200 years ago. Mm, no, no, no. This one knows far too little. We, he is of no use to us. We must go older. We need older knowledge. Um, uh, Riga looks at you with, like, newfound respect. Uh, and she's like, Ah, yes, you're very smart. That is true. He is perhaps too fresh and too stupid. And she, like, taps the painting angrily. Uh, the crocodile doesn't respond. It's not like glass. Uh, he, he's just like, mm-hmm. Please, thought, 
Please, thought Ponder, we must find the older paintings. The more ancient, the better. The more ancient the knowledge will be. Excellent. I will lead you away from this mere child. Good back to sleep, Michael Mabel. He says, it's Myers. And she just wanders (laughs) off down the hall. Um, so the next, uh, oh, Tom, just for my brain, are yeah. there gargoyles lining these rooms as well? Or was it there more are like fucking gargoyles? Everywhere? There are less in this, in this space. There's kind of like one at each end of the room. It's also, basically this is like, a, sorry, it's been like where there would be a security camera. There's a gargoyle pretty much. Um, and it's also worth noting that this space is much smaller. Um, okay. so in the, the much bigger, more public spaces, there are a lot, but in this case, uh, Again, like thinking of those museum exhibit rooms that are, are kind of a narrow hallway, there's still things lining the walls. Um, but in this case... Um, it's like relative to the size of crowd that could be present if they're crowd control kind of thing? Absolutely. And I, I think also to some extent, um, the odds of, of someone just randomly wandering through these parts is low without... Mm. Like, it, it's pretty clear, I think, from the way this place is set up that tour guides are actually kind of handlers and security guards more than like tour guides um but uh, yes much much less uh less secured room also um two gargoyles shooting mouth lasers from either side of this hallway could decimate pretty much anything in a straight line in this hallway so cool a little easier fewer angles wow i can't wait to meet the mouth lasers <laughs> maybe you won't i don't know what could go wrong um great so um she uh brings you to the the end of this hallway um, and uh, there is um, a painting that seems to just be uh, submerged, um, and there is a koi fish uh, swimming around in it. And um, uh, this time she doesn't tap angrily. Um, she just says, uh, Karen, we have visitors. And uh, the koi fish comes over and just says, Like, hi, what's your deal? Well, I've told this story a few times before, so maybe third time's the charm. My dear friend Shaw over here has her familiar babe, one of many, and babe is disintegrating, and we need to talk to the oldest paintings we can to try to recapture babe in a way we can keep him. Oh, okay. Um, have you, like, tried not dying because that's usually what works are you like dying am i dying is this is this what we're learning no Maybe. no no silliness I don't... I don't believe you're dying that would be very strange but you know of the three of us maka has always been the most capable with uh, the, the magic biological uh, Maka is sure dying. <laughs> Most certainly not. We have already tried not dying. Oh, <laughs> that's a bummer. Because when uh, my mistress was poisoned, I started to sort of start to disappear too. Uh, but luckily, I got saved by this cool painting business, and now I can dispose, dispense wisdom on people like you. Would you like some wisdom? You are sharing much of the same wisdom we've already received from newer paintings, Karen. <sighs> okay, well, like... 
What do you want then? Do you want some gossip? It might be old. You seem pretty young to be a witch. Thank you. <laughs> you remind me of Leonora. She was the Leonea, whatever. She was the worst. You're the worst. Riga, don't bring any more boring people to me. Bring cool people. Like if people were infiltrating to try and steal a painting, that's who I want to talk to. Cool secret people who are up to no good, not these posers. And Riga's like, uh, I, I'm really sorry about this. Uh, this is just a... Uh, she's a Karen. <laughs> Riga, I must restate the importance of speaking to the ancient paintings. The ones that have ancient knowledge. Only they will help us solve this strange, strange affliction. Uh, can you roll me a persuasion check, please? I'll give you advantage, because truly these paintings have been completely useless to you. <laughs> Uh, 15 plus... <laughs> 15 minus 1. So, 14. That's my maca. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Riga's actually looking kind of embarrassed now. Uh, she'd sincerely hoped that one of them would have enough of an answer. Truthfully, um, it's less her fault and more the fact that this actually, like, they are giving you the solution to this problem. Oh, yes, I know, yes. <laughs> um, but she is she is pretty embarrassed about this. So, um, uh, she says, um, well, I'm, I'm not really supposed to um, show you the, the oldest ones, but uh, perhaps you, you have something you could uh, sweeten the deal with. Uh, and you can tell she's clearly asking for a bribe. How would you bribe the master librarian of the mausoleum gallery? I mean, Maka would have nothing to infer from that. He's on the verge of asking, what do you want? Unless someone wants to be smooth and cool and say something else. What is it that you wish to receive? Um, you, you, you know, something to, to sweeten the deal a bit. Um, let's just say that uh, it is hard for a, a master librarian to, uh, to get, uh, achieve the finer things in life on, on my, my meager uh, interweave salary. And particularly since the war, a lot of people are more concerned about spending it on, you know, summoning rituals and the like. So... What, what can well, you give me to make my life a bit easier? One of the things, everyone believes that, shall we say, you know, coin is king, but we live in an era of secrets, so perhaps we could give you a secret that would be of use if you were to bring it to, say, hmm, the council, those who are interested in the war, you know, trading information of the, the highest caliber. We could give you the name... Let's say, you know, we just listen. We put our ear to the ground. We put our ear to the wind. We put our ear to magic. We could give you the name of one of the rebellion's agents and a description of, let's say, a watchtower where they could be found alone in the wilderness. Um, that's, that's pretty good. Although I must say, I don't know exactly who I would tell. The council's not likely to listen to me. But perhaps... Tell you what, you, you give me that, and mm, we'll 
one of your familiars to me. If you can't save your babe, let me add him to my collection. Do you already have an existing collection? Or is this your just only like familiar? gestures to everything around? No, no, no. I speak of the chimeras. Oh, yes. Well, um, of course I, I, I serve the cause. Uh, but uh, no, I get along just fine with my Frederick. It is distasteful to me to make other pacts. I don't care what those fancy fellows with the, the shimmering armor said. Oh, in my research I have found I can command many familiars without making additional packs. I could share some of this with you. Okay, well, show me. I ca- cast Conjure Animals. <laughs> <laughs> Her jaw drops. Um, she is just like Coven Mother's tit. How did you do that? Uh, let's see. Uh, I, <laughs> how blown away should I make her? Um, let's see. My spell, I can, ca- I can create eight beasts of challenge rating one quarter or lower. So, eight panthers appear. <laughs> <laughs> they should call you Maka Eight Panther. <laughs> um, well, fuck. Okay. Yeah, if you can if you can teach me that. Uh sorry Frederick, you're getting some some siblings. <laughs> I will will these be these familiars to you right now. Oh, well, I shall set up my gallery. Okay, well, excellent. Um uh, incidentally, on my way to the gallery is the oldest painting we have. Um I really shouldn't show you this, but if you can give me eight panthers, who can say no to eight panthers? Please know that I recognize that this is a high payment, and I hope you understand how urgent our situation is. Uh, yes, well, I mean, you, you're helping me to found my own pantherion, so yes, I, I understand this is a great gift indeed. Um, yes, uh, I... I, I you know, I think I, I might know one. Um, just you, you, you must promise you will never tell anyone that you saw it. Oh, you have a word. I need our deception checks from all three. Oh, I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm just going <laughs> to deliver it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. So you're fine. Uh, but the two of you, I need. That's so good for Maka. Because, again, it is minus one on deception rolls. So, factoring that in, it's an 18. Uh, I also have a minus one, and I rolled a one. Ooh, okay. You were doing so well. (laughs) (laughs) Gwendolyn just yells, Panthers attack! (laughs) She, um... She's not that dumb. (laughs) Um, she nods and she says, um, yes, but, um... I don't know that I I trust the desperation of this one. So, she will have to stay here. Well, do you know what? We're already putting you in a bit of a difficult position. If you're not comfortable, then I shall stay here. Wonderful. So, with Gwendolyn, um, you're you're kind of... uh, She shows you to a bench in the middle of the room. 
Um, and both the gargoyles just like look down and one of them locks eyes with you. The other one is clearly covering all escape vectors. Um, and uh, she says, um, also I'll have my other friends keep an eye on them. Um, Karen, be a dear and entertain our guest. And Karen's like, okay, so let me tell you about my day in the koi pond. It has been fucking awful. And Gwendolyn, you are left in what is essentially a torture chamber as Karen the koi fish uh, begins to tell you about the types of algae she cares for and the types of algae she doesn't and why they keep fucking asking her to wear a mask. It's so frustrating. Um, meanwhile, uh, the rest of you are led down further into the crypt. So Maka and Vickers slash Duncan, um, you are led uh, by Riga um, sort of down a, uh, a curving set of stairs um, in one of those classic uh, dungeon circle spirally step thingies. Yep. Um, and you come out into um, a subterranean uh, place that looks a lot more like like a tomb. Um, uh, obviously, there's no windows, uh, sort of big stone archways on either side. And uh, all of the portraits here, rather than simply hanging on the wall, um, have their own little um, sort of uh, recess or alcove uh, that they're in. And as you walk, uh, you see uh, a hippopotamus. Uh, you see something that looks a lot like a dragon, but that would be insane. Um, you see a mouse, uh, and at the far end of the hallway, um, there is a, a massive set of, uh, iron double doors, um, that are, uh, Maka giving off a, a distinct anti-magic vibe. Um, and Riga says, uh, so down here is where we keep all of the, um, uh, the, the, the more special pictures. <laughs> uh, and, um, again, most people aren't supposed to see it, but with eight panthers i surely would would it behooves me to show you um so we we are going to go speak to um isa proctor who as you of course know is our beloved crackates uh familiar um i do ask that you you keep it to one question each um she's a little bit touchy not thrilled about being in a portrait so we try not to disturb her unless we really need something um so please consider your question carefully and then she um, approaches the uh, giant double doors. Uh, she takes off an amulet and kind of pushes it into the center, and the doors slide open uh, to reveal in a classic portrait heist fashion um, a single pedestal with a uh, top light, very dramatically lighting it, probably a sweeping John Williams score, and um, a very, very plain uh, picture um, kind of propped up on it um, in a very, very thin wooden frame. Uh, inside of which um, is a, a sleeping badger. Um, Tom, uh, tell me more about this anti-magic uh, <laughs> field that you mentioned me sensing. Um, are we going to lose our disguises? Are my panthers going to disappear? No, no, no. Um, okay. With the doors being open, everything's fine. Um, okay. They're just made of iron because iron has a, a distinct effect on um, the fey and on magic. So if you were to try and force these doors with magic, you would have been Understood. in a, a real bad situation. Okay. But no, there's not. Uh, sorry, I should have been clear. The doors themselves are enchanted so that if anyone tries to fuck with them using magic, they will suffer dire consequences. I was just Got pointing it. out uh, one of the many traps you would have faced if you tried to do this without uh, successfully charming 
Old Riga. Riga. Mm. 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 Bribing her with eight panthers. Eight panthers. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a Kevin Malone deal. I'll give you eight panthers if you let me look at this picture. <laughs> um, <laughs> great. So you and the panthers uh, and um, Duncan are allowed into the, the space. As Riga approaches the portrait, um, she uh, says, um, uh, Miss Proctor, uh, there are some people here to see you. And in a flash, uh, the badger leaps at the front of the portrait um, and just kind of like rebounds off it. Uh, You actually see the surface ripple um, and uh, it falls away. Uh, She comes back up, um, baring her teeth um, because you know what? Uh, Proctor Badger don't give a fuck. Um... (laughs) And uh, it just says, what do you want? Is this the the one and only Isha Proctor? It is. Your question was a poor choice. You, what do you want? <laughs> My question was not directed to you. Uh, roll a persuasion check. <laughs> Minus one. <laughs> Sixteen. The badger grins cruelly and says, Touche. I will grant you one other because you're amusing. Uh, and Riga is like, oh, that's literally never happened anytime someone's come down here. Very impressive. Yes, this is the, the famous um, Isa Proctor. And um, the badger just growls in almost frustration at that. There's like a... Uh, You've never seen a badger roll their eyes, but this one manages it handily. <laughs> uh, I honestly, Maka, being as direct as he is, is kind of having a hard time dancing around this one. Um, lying and like bribing has basically got like smoke coming out of his ears at this point of just like his brain working so hard of being like. You know, ex- like, there's one thing you're not supposed to do, and that's walk in there, grab the thing, and walk out. <laughs> and so he's he's just, I think, just, like, looking around the room. Is is it just a completely... Um, We've got eight Panthers. Like, We've got yeah. us. What, can we see security, Tom? What are we seeing? Un- yeah, are there gargoyles? Um, you actually pedestal? can't see much uh, in, in the dim uh, light beyond it. Um, there seems to be... Uh, an ever-moving smoke um, that uh, seems to be lining the walls. So, like, it looks like walls, but then, the, the, the you know, as you observe them a bit closer, you see that um, there's uh, what looks to be a, a thin uh, film of smoke constantly shifting on these walls. Um, you don't see gargoyles. Um, and, yeah, that's about it. It really does seem to be a purpose-built isolation chamber. Well, if you don't mind, Riga, I mean, I'm just tagging along, but I have a question. I mean, it's... I hope you'll allow me my little extension of my own interests. I know Marker will ask about Shaw's concerns, but this is such a delightful opportunity that so few people would have. Would you mind if I ask a purely theoretical question? If he'd given me any less than eight panthers, I would probably say no. But honestly, I would have done it for five. So sure, we'll count three of those as yours. 
Wonderful. It's I a would three like panther to ask... question. <laughs> <laughs> ah, oh, delightful. Uh, I would like to ask you, friend, or uh, new companion, a uh, new familiar that I've met. Uh, what would you do if we could return you to Crecate? Um, the badger uh, grits its teeth uh, and just says, such wonderful things. <laughs> and then I'm you see it literally like roll its claws. I'm assuming I can't hope for more specificity with that answer. You get to be as vague as you please. It uh, the uh, the badger starts to like prowl closer, and um, just says, uh, "I have many designs on that creature's throat," and then it bears its teeth. Oh, so you want to kill Craggy? That is quite a surprise. Well, unless an alternative presents itself, but I've been trapped in this far too long to want much else. She took everything from me, everything I am owed. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. I've been told that if if a familiar left their painting, they would just immediately return to the espatide and disappear. That's true of familiars. And Riga says, okay, all right, uh, I think we've had uh, enough fun for now. That, that seems like more of a four and a half panther question, truly, if I'm being honest. Oh, um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Mr. You know, Death it became Cap. a conversation. My bad, Understandably. my bad. Uh, Mr. Deathcap, uh, your, your question. Oh, sorry, Miss Deathcap, yeah. your question. Uh, I think Marcus is going to kind of try to pick up where uh, Vickers... Vickers left off and just say, um, uh, um, <clears throat> what is the nature of your existence if you are not a familiar? And Riga's like, ooh, I, that's not really about protecting one's familiar. And uh, uh, Proctor uh, just snarls and says, uh, suffice to say that some familiars are cleverer than others. And if I ever get my fangs on Proctor, I shall teach her a lesson she shall not forget. Well, I guess like, that's well, I all hope our that questions. taught you how to save your, your friend. Um, I suppose we should be going back now. Maka looks over at Vickers. Yes, yes, it's time for us to go. It's true, it's true, it's time for us to go. Uh, and then I would like to use a swashing point to lunge, which extends an attack range by five feet. Uh, and I would like to uh, rip a, my rapier out of my leg and just go at Thought Pounder. Okay. Uh, you <laughs> Thought Pounder? Thought Whatever her name is. I'm going to pound the thoughts out of Thought Pounder is what I'm going to tell you right now. Oh, lordy. <laughs> this isn't smart, but he doesn't have another plan, so welcome That's, to the plan. It's okay, I have eight backup plans. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do I have advantage, Tom? Is this a surprise? Um, I'm going to say no, because you guys have been weird enough since you got into the chamber <laughs> that she's not exactly flat-footed. Fair enough. All right, so uh, I have a, a 17 and a 15 for my attacks. 
what you get uh, for being weird. <laughs> both will hit. Are your your attacks aren't magical? The weapon isn't magical. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. Yep, that hits. Yeah, I think actually, not only does he lunge, Duncan moves so fast that after he draws the sword, he actually blurs through the illusion. So you just see Duncan, Duncan spinning and stab, and then it catches up with him, except for the sword piece that's missing. Very cool. Uh, damage will be. It's just really bad CGI. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see your fucking arm, cats. The first strike does eight piercing damage. Okay. And the second strike does seven piercing damage. So 15 okay. damage total. Um, all right. So um, you uh, just, like, stab um, directly into uh, her. You're going for a lunge, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good clear strike right under the ribs. Um, the sword passes through her a bit too easily, um, particularly, I think, for you, you've, you've stabbed enough folks to know what that feels like, and that's not what it feels like. Um, and uh, you notice that uh, she, she doesn't seem to uh, take as much damage as you'd hoped. Um, and as soon as you do, uh, just like full librarian from Ghostbusters style, um, her teeth begin to elongate, uh, her mouth stretches back. Um, her eyes turn black um, and um, with a sickening kind of multiple crunch of bones um, she kind of like rolls her spine um, and uh, you see kind of like massive um, bone talons split off of her back um, and kind of like hang down over uh, her shoulders um, and um, we're gonna roll for initiative This episode of Curse Code and Crowd Sound was mixed and edited by Laura Hamstra, and the campaign was created by Tom McGee. Our original theme music was composed by Landon Noblock, and Curse Code and Crown's logo was created by the brilliant Decapitated Markers. If you want to follow our players or our DM on Twitter, you can reach out to Laura at EL Hamstring, Ryan at the Ryan LeBlanc. Tyler at Tyler underscore Hewitt, Tom McGee at McGee TD, or you can message our whole company at Dum Dum Dice. So please join us again for more Curse Code and Crown. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lord Abradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Chet Awesome Laser, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Taryn Hefner, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.